Welcome to the Como Factor Podcast, where the conversations are authentic, the stories are inspirational, and people-centric transformation is always on the agenda. I'm your host, Christine Strobush. And I'm Sonal Trevetti. We've got a fun episode in store for you where we're going to look at the Super Bowl of life. Now, most of our listeners from the Americas probably know exactly what we're talking about when we say Super Bowl and the excitement it creates for American football fans around the world is just incredible. Given our listeners are following us from all over the world, some of you may be listening from the other side and maybe wondering what the Super Bowl is. Honestly, we would say it's the championship of games when it comes to American football. It's played once a year between the winners of the National Football League's two conferences. To say that it's the biggest sporting event in the United States is truly an understatement. Additionally, it pulls in both football fans and those that are maybe not so much into it, just for the pure entertainment that it provides during its halftime show and television commercials. The game is definitely competitive in every way. And in the end, it's all about winning and ultimately declaring victory. Many of you can probably resonate with the concept of winning, whether you're a football fan or not, whether in your personal life or your professional. Many of us are motivated by the thought of competing, giving something our all, and ultimately winning. Whether your leadership sphere is professional, personal, or both, the leadership gems that Christine and I discuss today will equip you to achieve your goals and score big wins in your own arena, whatever that may look like for you. Over to you, Christine. Thank you. Thank you, Sonal. And you know what? I really appreciate, and I'm sure our listeners do too, I really appreciate that you made that distinction of American football because... Here in the U.S., we typically just call it football, but I know everywhere else, it's American football. So thank you for that um, cultural uh, sensitivity and um, explanation of the Super Bowl. So before we dive in, I think um, I just want to open it up with a little trivia. So, Sonal, you and I, we're not just business owners and podcasters and authors. We are also both football moms. So here is a fun football trivia question for you and our listeners. If you know the answer, then keep it to yourself. All right. Well, not you, Sonal, but I mean the listeners. So here's the question. (laughs) Here's the question. When was the first Super Bowl and which teams played in that magnificent game? No Googling, no, no cheating. This has to just, there's no calling a friend or anything like that. It's just, what do you think, Sonal? What does my having to be a football mom have to do with this trivia question? (laughs) Do you think my son, Miles, like when he was playing flag football, you know, in his younger days, do you think he taught me this? (laughs) Oh my goodness, Christine. All right. You know, I enjoy sports, but I'm definitely not an avid American football fan in that way. Um, My kids used to play soccer and do dance and baseball and a little football. But man, this is a tough question. Okay, so I know from watching the Super Bowl game last night, 
that the trophy that everyone's going for is called the Vince Lombardi trophy. I was reminded of that. And it was mm-hmm. named after some legendary coach. Um, of which team? Of which team? Oh my goodness. Wow. <laughs> I don't know, Christine. I don't know. What team oh, is it? I, I'm surprised you don't know. I'll give you a little hint. Oh, go was it the Chicago go. Bears? Go Pack Go. Oh, that's why I blanked it out. <laughs> that's why I blanked it out. And listeners, don't worry. We'll we'll explain what that's all about a little bit later in, in the podcast here. But um, coming back to your question, the location. So I think the location may have been in Pasadena at the Rose Bowl. And I, I'm, I'm guessing that because I was just in California visiting my brother and um, and sister-in-law and their family for the Rose Bowl over, over the holidays. And I vaguely remember that maybe the first bowl was played there, but honestly, I couldn't tell you for sure. <laughs> okay. Well, listeners, this is a, this is an example of one plus one partnership. So I asked a question about when was the first Super Bowl and which teams played and Sono brought in a whole other dimension that wasn't even part of the question. And she answered the location, which is which is good. And I can't confirm if that's true or not, but I would bet that it probably is. But the answer is that Super Bowl one, the very first and now we're at 58 was Kansas City Chiefs versus the Green Bay Packers. And if you listen, you know that. I am a a Green Bay Packer by marriage. So the Green Bay Packers won that very first Super Bowl. Uh, The score was 35 to 10. And then given that we're talking about the Super Bowl that just occurred, we will say that the winners of the 2024 uh, Super Bowl or Super Bowl 58, they also recently won the Super Bowl in 2020. 2023 and 2024. So there's a lot of winning happening with the Chiefs, well, and the Packers too. <laughs> so the Cheeseheads, your team, the Packers, otherwise <laughs> fondly known as the Cheeseheads, um, because they're located in the state of Wisconsin. They were, oh, I didn't know that. Okay. So that's really interesting. All right. Mm -hmm. So they were in the first Super Bowl against the Chiefs. Very cool. All right. Well, look at this. I learned something new again from you. How about that? Hey, we learn we learn something new every day. Absolutely. Absolutely. So today on the cusp of the 2024 Super Bowl, Christine and I thought it would be cool to discuss the Super Bowl of life. No matter what business or industry that you work in. There are so many lessons that we can each learn from Super Bowl 58. It offers so many lessons on teamwork, strategy, resilience, having the right support, and mostly, I would say, about adapting quickly to change. Even though I'm not a super uh, buff of American football, um, I do know that the game itself spans over several hours with an actual playing time of 60 minutes with I think four quarters that are 15 minutes each, unless of course the game goes into overtime like it did last night. Um, And it always amazes me with such a short time span, how much one can truly learn from the transformation. And, you know, the lessons that are learned from these games are talked obviously for days because it's such a big, you know, event. 
But often, literally decades after, right, Christine? Oh, absolutely. And just, I, I've thought about this often, you know, because I do a little vi videography for my for my son for his football games. But just imagine you're in the Super Bowl. If you have an amazing winning play, it'll be played over and over and over and everyone will see it. And if you have a horrible play, it will be played over and over and over and everyone will see it. Like you'll never live it down. And there are lessons and people, people analyze every detail, every play, every movement so that they can raise the bar and do better in the next season. Absolutely. So last night, you know, at the game, um, at the end of the first quarter, there were no points on the board for either, either, either team, right? None. And, and, and you think, wow, like we're at this magnificent game. Everybody's worked probably decades to get there and there's no points. And you say, okay, that, that really happened. What's the lesson there? And what I would say is that, you know, we've all, we all go through seasons in life. You have ups and downs. You might, maybe you're in a season right now where you have put in so much work, but you don't see the points on the board. You don't see it. So you've got two choices. You can just quit or you can keep on going and believing that the efforts that you're putting in today are going to be a foundation for your future success. And for us, this really comes down to our Como value of mindset, having that meaningful mindset. You don't always see the points right immediately after the effort. But we believe that if you have the right purpose, you're strategically aligned, you've got the clarity, you can move forward, keep working diligently, and the results will come. And, and we could even go on, a, we could probably have a whole episode on this, but here I'll just challenge our listeners to think about this. How do you define points on the board for what you're going after? Because Everyone doesn't measure success in the same way, but however it is you measure success, that's really what you want to be thinking about as you're pursuing these big audacious goals. So I want to go to the next, uh, I, I guess, key fact that we that we observed from the Super Bowl. And this could be really long, but we picked a few a few big ones. You know, at the halftime, the Chiefs were losing to the 49ers three to 10. You know, what do you do when it looks like you're, and I'll put in air quotes, losing? What's, what are some tips and tricks on how you can maneuver in that season? Yeah. I mean, that's, it's interesting, right? And you can just imagine the kind of pressure that these coaches and players face, you know, going into a game like that, right? And for every winner, there has to be a loser. Um, and I think one thing that truly impresses me is how the coaches and players invest so much time into developing detailed game plans. And they look at all kinds of strategies, right? Including offensive and defensive tactics, um, we could say even situational decision-making and they're constantly having to make adjustments throughout the game. 
um, at least like the the winning teams <laughs> make make the right adjustments, yeah. you know, throughout the game. And sometimes though, like it was probably for the Kansas City Chiefs yesterday um, when they were losing, right, um, to the 49ers at halftime, it probably felt, you know, like maybe it's not not enough, whatever preparation that they had put into it. And so how do you bounce back, right? And I think the key thing is having to adjust your strategies um, during the game, right? And to to overcome like the challenges and really come back as a team to work cohesively to be able to find that success and to, to you know, overcome where you are at that point, which is probably a little bit of failure, I guess, that, that they were feeling. For us, you know, when we talk about these kinds of lessons um, at Como, we say, you know, often it starts with with like clarity, right? Clarity of where you want to go. Obviously, both teams had clarity that at the end they wanted to win, you know, the Super Bowl and they had clarity of their their strategy. But I think in the end, they really had to, to pivot. Oftentimes for me personally, when things aren't going my way um, or there's just too much on my plate, I really do need to take a little bit of quiet time to find that clarity again, you know, just to remind myself, what is that purpose? What's the anchor? What's that goal? What what am I really trying to do, you know, at, at the end of it? And in a high pressure situation like um, like the Super Bowl, or, you know, if you're up in front of like your board of directors giving a presentation, sometimes we don't always have the luxury when we're under that kind of pressure. But simple things of just, you know, taking a couple deep breaths. Um, if you've got a little bit more time, you know, during your workday, um, just stepping out for some fresh air and whatever, you know, it might be, whether you've got a couple of um, seconds, minutes, or, you know, hours, um, just being very intentional about refocusing and getting clarity of what the outcome is that you're looking for really is a great way to reset for me. I really like that, Sonal, and, and I would I would absolutely um, agree with you. I, I've seen, you know, we we pretty much watch football during the season, a, a game every week, if not more. And I couldn't name, I'm not as good as my husband and my son. I couldn't name the exact stats and which game it was. But there have been several games that we've watched where the second half is significantly better than the first <laughs> half, at least for one of the teams, right? And, um, and I think that halftime break, I mean, these guys are in the locker room and you can imagine as a leader, as a coach, what you are saying to your, to your players, they've already done all of the diligence, the planning, the practice, they've done all that. It's really comes down to leadership and inspiration. I would say some, probably some quick reflection, but really instead of focusing, if you missed a play, you know, you, you can't focus on that. You've got to focus on the second half and really yeah. looking looking forward. And I think it all applies. You know, what what the difference I think for most of us is when you're, you know, uh, whether you're leading your own business or or organization or team, you know, you're, everything isn't boiling down to three hours usually. Yeah. You have a little yeah. bit more time, but sometimes you do need just to step back, even if it's as small as a couple of breaths or just a little bit of, of space to really refocus, reset your mindset and get ready for, you know, the road ahead. 
Absolutely. And certainly, you know, the Kansas City Chiefs did that last night uh, in, in the Super Bowl game. And interestingly enough, you know, the, the game went into overtime because it tied. So they were able to get that reset back in and um, and they were able to bounce right back, you know, not very quickly, but still nonetheless, they were able to bounce back and in, in American football again, when the game ties, meaning, you know, you're at the end of the 60 minute period, you're done with the fourth quarter, the game goes into overtime meaning you play another, you know, another quarter and you both teams have an equal opportunity at that point to start over again and have another go at winning. So when that happens, you know, what kind of lesson can be gleaned from that, Christine? Oh boy. Yeah, so we take we take this, you know, the game the, the the standard part of the game is it's 1919 they go into into overtime at this point i mean just imagine you're already in the super bowl everything's on the line and now in this overtime everything's even more on the line and i saw the refs you know they're saying okay now this is basically a new game guys so at that point i would believe that teamwork collaboration trust and ownership, those are all things that are going to be essentially, um, they're, they're table stakes. You have to have that because everything that you've worked for to get to that point, it all comes down to, you know, single plays can make or break the entire game. And I, I wonder, you know, have, have any of you ever been on a project where a single decision that you made was the difference between succeeding and failing. I'm sure, I'm I'm sure you guys are listening right now. And if you if you really reflect on that, I, I think you'll find that the answer is yes. This is why we this is why we train. This is why we continue to learn, why we reflect. And we really need to be able to learn from, hopefully, the mistakes of others. If we have mentors, we can listen and learn from them so that we can avoid mistakes that others have made. So that when the, com- when the time comes and everything's on the line, you know, we've got this, this empowerment that comes from all of the experience, all of the mentoring, all of the leadership, all of the training in that moment so we can make the best decisions in that moment. That's what I think. What are your thoughts, Sonal? I love that. Um, yeah, I, I, I agree with you. And I think, um, again, you know, it just, it symbolizes so much of like overcoming challenges, right? And pushing through that adversity and almost like it sounds cliche, but reaching a goal against all odds, right? Because Mm -hmm. obviously they're, you know, at that point in the game, um, each and every single player is giving their all, right? To, To make sure that they're strategically maneuvering down the field to secure like, um, that last game winning touchdown. Um, and so I think, a lot of it comes down to not only like executing on a well thought out plan that they've agreed to, but 
it's, it's really about at the end of the day, you know, being resilient and, um, working as a team and being ultra focused on, on the pursuit of, you know, what that final goal is in the face of a challenge. Yeah. I love that word resilient. I, I think, I think that really, that fits here and in, in so many different, um, leadership settings. So I'm glad you, uh, I'm glad you said that, Sonal. And, you know, in the end, we had one touchdown was the difference between winning and and losing the game. And I, I think, you know, as we talk about teamwork and good leaders, you know, teams win together and they lose together. And, you know, I've seen that just from, from my own son's um, playing foot, my own son playing football is if there's a tendency for one player to talk down to someone else, if they, they didn't do a play in the right way, or they, they missed a ball or something. And, um, one of the improvements that's, that's being made this season is saying, you know, we, we are a team, we will support one another. We're not going to, um, criticize one another. It needs to be constructive feedback. Obviously, if someone misses a key play, they know it. They don't need all their temp team members to to jump on them and you know blame them. And so while I, I want to come back to a comment that you said earlier that you know there's there's one winner and there's one loser um, in the game. And while technically I do agree with that, when I look at, you know, both of these teams and take the Super Bowl analogy, I mean, it's really who came in first and who came in second. And second place is still pretty damn good. Um, and yeah, they didn't get the ring, but they got the, I guess, the bragging rights for saying we were we were there and they were they were this close. Absolutely. And I think to that point, right, we, we talked about for every winner, there's a loser. And even in the business world, oftentimes, you know, um, as leaders, we have targets and KPIs. And even after careful planning, you know, um, sometimes just the stars don't align, despite all the effort that the team might have put in, despite all the effort that the leader um, has put into the workplace. Um, and it's, it's very disheartening, right? And it's a very challenging experience. And obviously it brings with it, you know, a mix of disappointment and frustration, but also a lot of introspection, I would say, right? Because I think obviously to compete in something like this and even to compete in um, or to just to reach for lofty goals, right. In the workplace, like you might have some lofty targets in terms of meeting your revenue numbers. Um, you know, for the most part, most folks do prepare a lot, right. Thoroughly. And I think always there's unforeseen factors, um, that could lead to an outcome that you don't necessarily want, but that's why I think it's, so important to just also respect the effort that's given. If you're going again after something very transformative, it's the effort that's really put in at the end of the day. You know, the one, one of a kind strength that you carry, like going into that competition, going into, you know, that challenge that you're, you're going after. And I think ultimately when everything's on the line and the pressure is high, I think the biggest thing it's super important to just stay calm and focused. 
so that you can make the right decisions, the critical decisions under under pressure, right? And so I think there, like, I just go back to maybe not trying so much at that point about the strategies and the playbook, but really looking within yourself to see how you could maybe just embrace and harness like your own unique qualities or the strengths that you carry to, again, help you to to win. And I think that's ultimately what the quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs did. You know, it's, again, not like using too much of the game because not everybody probably watched it. So no, you, you, you know, if you ever wanted to, you could probably become a sports uh, caster because you're doing... <laughs> You're, you're doing, you're doing a really good job of, um, explaining all these things, you know, and, um, I did last season, I watched, uh, with my husband and son, there's a show called quarterback. And since my son plays quarterback, we watched it and it was a number of quarterbacks that they followed through all their training regimen and, um, and out on the field and how they interacted with the coaches and with the players. And I, and I did one of the, one of the quarterbacks that they featured was the Kansas city chiefs, um, quarterback. And, um, I think you nailed it with what you just said, because he is very unique, his personality, his leadership. And if you, if for, for those of you that have watched that, you'll see that um, in, um, in good times and bad, you know, he is out there encouraging and affirming positive actions and trying to encourage, um, you know, corrective actions where needed. And I do think maybe just the first half of the game, the the pressure got to him, but he used the halftime really reset and they came out stronger the second half. Christine, can you imagine a scenario? And I think a lot of it, obviously, like the players ultimately are the ones that are carrying out, you know, the plays. And there's so much weight on their shoulders, you know, um, to make sure that they're carrying out the strategy. But what if there was a scenario where there was a National Football League team and they didn't have a coach or a coaching team. It's it's a crazy scenario, but yeah, what if what if they had a, a non-coaching uh, Super Bowl game? Um, that would be you wouldn't see the same level of performance. That, no, that's the fact. You you just wouldn't. Um, I think it, you would you would probably in that scenario see some leaders on the team. Um, having to rise up like the quarterback is a natural leader um, out there, but um, that, that coaching is absolutely paramount to the success of the team. And, you know, we'll make a, we'll make an analogy here that in the same light, you know, as a leader here at Coma, we believe executive coaching isn't a luxury it's a, it's a strategic investment in your success. When you're in your career in a world that's demanding all kinds of constant growth and adaptation and things are moving so fast, leaders need more than just experience. And when you have a coach who can provide you a safe space for self-reflection and really honing critical skills like communication, emotional intelligence, um, and really helping you to see areas where you need to adapt and transform and navigate complex challenges, you'll come out stronger. And, you know, Sonal and I have spent uh, <laughs> all of these seasons 
all of these episodes, we've talked about our partnership, how we call each other promise partners. And I think that idea of, of accountability partner is probably your next best thing. But if you are really looking to elevate and transform your personal or professional life and taking that to the next level, really coaching can make a significant difference. Absolutely. And I think there's, there are a lot of parallels, right, um, in terms of having a winning football coach and an executive coach, because they both play pivotal roles, I think, in, mm-hmm. in kind of guiding individuals and, and teams towards success. And I think a lot like winning a football game and having a, a, a football coach and a team, I think an executive coach really helps again to provide that strategic direction, the motivation, and just making sure that that leader is able to adapt to change quickly. And oftentimes, I think um, in the business world, we both you know experience this, and I think this is one of the reasons why our executive coaching business is is so robust (laughs) is oftentimes, you know, the higher you get right to the top, the less time you have, first of all, right. Um, everything is like quick decisions and you're not getting as much of that capability build. You're not, um, you don't have like maybe as large of a network that you used to, you have previously, right. Cause you're making these really kind of tough decisions And um, just having kind of that sounding board, right, to be able to talk in private about the challenges that you're facing and really trying to understand what kind of adaptation could I really, you know, make to be able to achieve optimal performance in my business or in my personal life. Um, And I think that is just a precious gift, as we've heard from from our clients time and time again, to be able to have, you know, um, somebody that you can really be transparent with, somebody that can really kind of offer you that that objective perspective and then be able to guide you and just harness like your strengths to really be able to achieve the outcome that that you really desire. In a way, you know, I would say it's almost like, Having a personal trainer um, for yourself and and your leadership team, um, if it's it's for a group, to really be able to to push you beyond any kind of perceived limitations and making sure that you're truly unlocking, you know, your full potential and ultimately driving both your personal and professional triumphs. So um, I would say, you know, it's all about not just aiming for the win, but having having a coach that's going to guide you to the championship. I love the way you you phrase that and I really do think that a great coach will ignite something in you that is help that will help you to achieve even more than you could imagine. And I think that's the unlocking or igniting your full potential. Um a coach can help you with that. And then, you know, just like we said on the keeping score on the board and how do you measure that, it's like, what is that championship for you? You know, what is that, what is that big, hairy, audacious goal that you have in front of you that you really want to go after and really get clarity of that and then say, I need somebody 
to walk alongside with me and really challenge me and hold me accountable and help me work through any blind spots I might have to really be and live my best life and go after and achieve that championship. So you mentioned the Lombardi, the Lombardi trophy. Did you know? Yes. And, and Vince Lombardi, I mean, I love, I love the way, even though I never had a chance to meet him, of course, but I love the way he thinks. And there's so many of his quotes that we use as inspirational quotes in Como because he's, he's a, uh, um, quite very, very astute. And I think one of them, and I hope I'm not misquoting this because there's so many of his that I like, but he does have one that says, um, the only place success comes before work is the dictionary. So Vince Lombardi won the first two Super Bowls. We talked about Super Bowl one at the beginning of this episode and a total of five NFL championships with the Green Bay Packers, you know, that really amazing team. So, <laughs> oh, Vince, goodness gracious. Yeah, I know. So Vince is a legend. And, and I really think that's why football teams strive every year to win the Lombardi Trophy. That, so I didn't know all of that about um, Vince Lombardi. And, uh, that's really cool. And you, you almost make, you wonder like, right. What, um, what was that secret sauce to be able to, to do that? I have to say real quick before you, before you go, when you said you almost made me, I thought you were going to say you almost made me a Packers fan. That's what I thought (laughs) you were going to (laughs) say. You wish you wish. I mean, You are definitely a dear friend and uh, a promise partner, but we've got a a long ways to go before I would even consider that, that thought. Um, I don't, I don't think that's going to happen in my lifetime for sure. But uh, the bears on the other hand, um, you know, I, I know they're not doing as well as the, the cheese heads these days, but um, I do. I am a diehard Bears fan and a lot of it goes back to, to my childhood and believe it or not, Christine, the Bears, uh, did win a Super Bowl, right? Um, yes, it was a while ago Was it, was it in <laughs> when our I was a baby. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, they were also known as the monsters of the midway, um, uh, oh. during the, the playoffs, but, um, I have fond memories because my father, as you know, is like the ultimate sports fan. And I've learned so much from him, you know, over the years, not only about the sport itself, but just a lot of what we're talking about, these these life lessons. And um, one of my my fondest memories, again, is truly like watching um, the Super Bowl. And that's probably like the first Super Bowl, by the way, that I can truly remember watching like play by play trying to understand the game. Um, you know, and I was, I was super young back then. Oh, you're super um, young now. So, I mean, you must've been, you must've been really young back then. That's, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. So, um, I think, you know, in the end, um, hopefully this has been helpful for, um, for all of you. And it's always nice to, you know, learn lessons, right, in an interesting and a, a, a meaningful way. We'd love for you just to reflect a little bit um, at this time after you've kind of heard some of this 
banter back and forth um, between Christine and I about what we could really take that was transformative out of the game last night. You know, again, what is the Super Bowl that you're playing in in your life right now, whether it's personal or professional? What kind of trophy are you going after? And what kind of significant goal do you have in front of you this year? Hopefully you found the tips that we shared inspiring and helpful. And at the end of the day, you know, a lot of this comes back to our Como values that we talk about in each and every single episode. It's a simple recipe, but truly, if you want to experience a transformation unlike other, you know, this is really kind of the blueprint for you to be able to achieve that both personally and professionally. What she said, I got nothing more to add to that. It was perfect. (laughs) All right. Here's to you uh, listeners uh, achieving your victory in your Super Bowl this year. Yes. Cheers. And get those points on the board. However you define those points. You can do it. And we are here, Sonal and I and our team, we are here to support you. Thank you for listening today. Thank you. We hope you got something out of our time together. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please follow us on social media, share it with your community and give us a like. That's all for today. And until next time, don't forget that you've got the Como Factor.